Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. HNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bo Brock, live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. We got to hear from our boy Cliff Kingsbury today, Bo Brock, for the first time in what seems like forever. His key card <laughs> was working as he went into State Farm Stadium, or I'm sorry, his Tempe facility office. We'll see if his State Farm Stadium key works come Monday Night Football. But Bo, what did Cliff Kingsbury have to say? The hiatus? You think this is going to do the team some good? I mean, you would hope so, right? The Arizona Cardinals have five games left. And I know there are a lot of people that uh, don't like Cliff Kingsbury, but he's got a, a roster that's in relatively decent shape injury-wise after trying to weather 12 weeks of a, just a horrible storm of injuries. Yeah. But I think that this team, you know, they've, they've got an opportunity Monday night against the New England Patriots to on prime time to start to change this narrative before they go ahead into the offseason and start setting up tea times. Well, it's interesting because they have some names that are potentially returning from injury, headlined, of course, Bo, by Byron Murphy, who has been out, feels like a good amount of time. Seems like we haven't seen old Byron since about October. He is playing for a contract, you would presume, in these last couple of games. We're going to get to that a little bit later on. But Greg Dorch, Byron Murphy are the two names that stand out. Do you think both have a realistic shot at playing come Monday night? Yeah, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury told us today that Byron Murphy wants to play and they're going to be cautious, and they should be at four and eight, obviously, with a guy at this stage in his career. Uh, you don't want to tweak anything, do anything to jeopardize him going into free agency and the rest of his career here. Hopefully, a lot more seasons with the Arizona Cardinals, but we'll see what Steve Kime and the, the brain trust, <laughs> for lack of a better term, the Arizona Cardinals want to do with a guy like Byron Murphy, but he wants to play. He wants to get out there. He's a competitor. He wants to go up against Belichick and this this Patriots team. And then more realistically, it really looks like Greg Dortch, uh, he was catching the football fine, has the thumb injury. Obviously, he's fine. Nothing to do with his lower body, so he's out there running routes quite well. And you can put him back, insert him back in this lineup in that wide receiver core. Bill Belichick and his son, are, Steve Belichick, are going to have a tough time covering guys with DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown being full goes and then add Greg Dortch, who's been so successful when getting the playing time this season. That's 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 got to be scary for any defensive coordinator. Uh, get to some of these comments here. Mr. Ranger thinking Tyler plays his best game this week. I, I think we're both in agreement, uh, Mr. Ranger, Bo and I, that I, I think we're going to see some good football from Kyler Murray here down the stretch, and the Cardinals need it. We talked about it in our audio-only podcast yesterday. You should check that out. They need some goodwill toward this offseason. Whether or not they can make a run, I think you know, you're hopeful, but you're also hopeful if they have to make changes. If they have to make changes at GM and head coach, they want their quarterback to be viewed as an asset, not what is being perceived right now from a national perspective. I want to get yeah. to a couple more names, Bo. Will Hernandez and Rodney Hudson 
-hmm. not this week, but maybe next week, according to Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, he told us this yesterday, and and I I don't even think either one of them are eligible to return from the IR until next week. So you got the pec injury for Will Hernandez, and ever since the injury, like I've seen him working out on the side quite a bit, and then you've got uh, Rodney Hudson, who's had the janky knee ever since they started talking to him, trying to get coax him out of retirement. Uh, he played, you know, sparingly early on and then was unavailable, has been unavailable. But, you know, they're hoping at some point they can get we can we can send Rodney Hudson off properly and, and see a couple more games before his Cardinals tenure ends. But, uh, yeah, Cliff said next week is more realistically, obviously, for those guys. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, the, your point as far as Kyler Murray, I, I really do get the sense that this the next five weeks and it started today. With It was our first chance to talk to K-1 and his teammates, really, since the Patrick Peterson podcast, the criticism, Kyler only cares about Kyler, and then I'm following up, kind of backing his comments off a little bit, but not so much, saying that he was going after Kyler for what everybody else goes after Kyler for, and hearing from Kyler and his teammates, backing up their quarterback. It just seems to, th- to me that... Kyler Murray is going to trend in a positive direction the rest of the season. As far as his game, we saw three total touchdowns against the Chargers. We saw him perform as well as he has all season long. And then off the field, as far as what the perception is about their franchise quarterback, I think you're going to start to see this. I think Hard Knocks is going to probably feature Kyler Murray in the next couple of weeks. I saw Kyler kind of talking with one of the directors there in the locker room, and it just seems like, they're setting up times for them to kind of get on the same page and hang out together. So we're going to see more and more about Kyler Murray. We're going to be spoon-fed some Kyler Murray stuff, and then we're going to see some Kyler Murray stuff that we've wanted to see all season long on the playing field kind of transpire the rest of the year, Johnny. Well, I that's a bold claim, and I want to see Kyler Murray play well. But to your point, they play five games. Here are the teams that they play in total defense over these next five games. They've got San Francisco, who's number one in the season finale. They've got the Denver Broncos in two weeks. They're third overall in total defense. What about the New England Patriots? They are seventh overall in total defense. Tampa is eighth. Then, of course, you've got Atlanta, who, I mean, has has played feisty this year. They're about middle of the pack. So, again, like I, I hope we're not here making excuses not only for Kyler, but for Cliff Kingsbury at the end of the year if they struggle. Well, they played a gauntlet of defenses toward the end of the year. I watched this team struggle offensively against Seattle twice. Seattle, mm-hmm. who's playing a bunch of rookies. Seattle, who's getting, you know, some points put up on them by competent offenses. This offense didn't do much in the second half against the Chargers last week. Brandon Staley and company shut them down in the fourth quarter, which is an embarrassment in and of itself. So I want to believe, Bo, I have my reservations. I You can flood as many supremely gifted and the Cardinals have a ton skilled players that you want, whether it be Hollywood or Hopkins, the returning Greg Dorch, they are, they're touting James Conner. Now give him 20 touches, you know, Trey McBride. Let's see what he does. Mm-hmm. I, you look at this gauntlet, three of which are on the road and I know they play better on the road. I don't have the confidence you do that. This offense is suddenly no. going to turn a corner in December. I don't like your negativity. Not I'm not, not being that. I'm keeping it real because I'm keeping it real. Don't, don't try to like dress it up as you're being a realist out there. I mean, what we saw outside of the final three drives from this offense against the Chargers, you should be optimistic. The first time we've seen DeAndre Hopkins and, and Hollywood Brown on the field for the same at the same time all season long. It took 12 weeks to get there. 
I'm not I'm not just drinking the Kool-Aid here. I, I just think that the team offensively, as far as its playmaking, is set up, you know, for the first time what they envisioned. And, you know, you, you will have, I think, obviously what Bill Belichick and his defenses bring and how they try to take your best player out of the game, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be tricky. But the Arizona Cardinals have a huge opportunity here in the next couple games, you know, and in some good defenses, as you mentioned, Patriots, Broncos, Niners, mixing the the falcons in there and they don't one is not like the other here but i think that the the it's a good test for them to kind of show that against any defense that they can perform and they need to i mean otherwise it's just going to be it's going to be a sludge it's going to be a sludge just like the first 11 weeks of the season were i want to get to some of these comments here not because they're complimentary i just think we should read them uh jackson (laughs) f saying, I agree with Johnny. Mike Mayer is saying, Johnny is an OG. I have the same thinking when it comes to this organization. Yeah. Uh, Mike A., good friend of the program, what kind of delusional Kool-Aid you drinking, Bo? Did they hand out some Kool-Aid at the facility? It was like, did hey, you watch, did you watch the game? I mean, I know what oh, the God. lasting oh. impression was. I know what the last thing. I mean, we're gonna are we gonna just turn the mics on and just be Debbie Downers for the rest? Did you of get the? Season? Did you I mean, get a Capri Sun Kool Aid uh, juice box look, at practice today? Let's welcome the media back. Just because you saw and everybody got to see this offense perform well, and that I think that they can parlay that performance into more good performances. I mean, you guys can just sit back and just be miserable all you want, and not, we're not you know, remember that, what wait a minute, like wait a minute, Kyler what we th- what we know about DeAndre Hopkins, who obviously has the dog in him. You guys want to just sit back and sit behind your keyboards and like this team sucks. This team no, can't do don't jack insult shit our audience. Stop, I mean, that's, stop. I will not it, stand and for just that. because I have a shred of optimism. You guys are trying to tear oh, me okay. down. Okay, I'm not going to allow one it. Thing, there's one thing to be optimistic and say. I'm excited, like we all are. That's why we're here mm-hmm. talking Cardinal football today. I'm excited to watch Kyler Murray play the final five games of this year with Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. Let's ju- we can just say that. But to say the offense is going to have a really good stretch to end the year, me and the folks in the comments, there is nothing to suggest that. That, that anything that we've seen compounded with the defense that they're going to be facing, I think there are reasons to be skeptical. And again, no one, no one here is rooting against the Cardinals. We want them to and, do and well. At what point was I sitting here saying that they were going to be the Dallas Cowboys all of a sudden and lead the league in offense? I thought, uh, I, relative to what we've seen offensively this entire season, we, I think Ian, we're going to see their best performances. Ian in the chat, Bo, we couldn't get a first down on our last three drives against the worst defenses in the NFL. Just being honest, they got exposed in the fourth quarter. Against the Chargers at home, Trey McBride catches the fucking football. We have a but first down. But hang on, hang on, hang on. It's it's compound. We're not blaming all this singular evidence on just Cliff, Kyler. Kime, Look at all the evidence. Players. You guys are being black and white and saying, "Oh, we couldn't get a first down." But why? Why couldn't they get a first down? Look I don't care. Play. It's execu- it's execution. There and you guys want to be negative about it. Is I mean, it the team is played it fixable? Is it fixable? What what's today? December 7th, you're the gonna, game is You're going to look at the game days. against the Chargers, and you're going to say they played poorly offensively because of how they finished. But if you look at the game as a whole, they they ran all over that team, and Kyler Murray had his best performance. Can anybody in the chat d- disagree with that? Yeah, it's a low bar this year, but I agree with you. Oh, they what? Are, is, what is, can we talk, can we, can we talk about it? cheap shots even when, not, when I'm right. Condescending Johnny's here. Um adjustments second half adjustments not great cliff you think cliff's gonna have good second half adjustments against bill belichick on monday night football who said anything about that well because then you better have a 20 point lead 
going into the half, you, the defense better be playing. The def- first of all, you're you're the first one. Every every time we get on this show to say Vance Joseph's doing a shit job. They're giving up 30-plus points per game over the last couple of weeks. You have the second most points in the NFL. And I haven't pushed back on that because it's okay. what we've watched with our this own eyes. Fact. But But we're also watching the offense – Grossly underachieving the, the fact that they have pumped thirty more million dollars a year into the and I agree with year. that. And I, I agree with that. Emotions are high, damn it. Um, <laughs> all right, we love all of you in the chat. We love Kyler Murray. Bo, you got a chance to speak with Kyler Murray. What did he have yeah. to say today? Yeah, Kyler and uh, a couple of his teammates spoke on Kyler's behalf, but we we were got our first chance to talk to him. He took the podium today, answered some questions, of course, because we haven't talked to him since Pat- Patrick Peterson's comments. This is what Kyler Murray had to say about Patrick Peters. Uh, I'm in the. Uh, I'm in the. Uh, Should we try that one I'm more time? Uh, he said he texted you. He probably, yeah, after the fact. Yeah. I mean, hell, what, <laughs> what is that going to do? Uh, is there ever a moment when that happened that you're saying, okay, should I send this or should I not? And then no, 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 no. Um, no, I mean, it just, well, I was honestly, I was super shocked, you know, when I seen it because I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't even have Twitter on my phone. You know, Keith, actually sent it to me. <laughs> uh, ask it, you know, he asked me what I did to him. I said, I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that was kind of the gist around. I was confused. But. So Kyler's confused, obviously, because of his past relationship with Patrick Peterson. He even said, you know, the times that they've taken. Pictures together, P2's been cheesing. Of course, that's who Patrick Peterson is. He's a two-faced scumbag he's uh, that, that likes to say he's your big brother, he's your mentor, and then in, in an opportunity to get more listens and views to his podcast, he's going to sit there and and say whatever that's going to take and, and throw you under the bus. So, you know, you hear from Kyler Murray there on, on Patrick Peterson, and then we talked to Hollywood Brown, who uh, Kyler said tipped him off of that because I guess he doesn't have Twitter on his phone. This is what Hollywood Brown said in response to Kyler Murray doesn't really necessarily have to defend himself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like he don't need to. I mean, we got, he got guys to defend him. Uh, we know what he stands for. Um, we know what type of guy he is, so he don't, he don't need to. He doesn't need to. And then one last uh, comment from DeAndre Hopkins, who was right there on social media, on Twitter, firing back at P3. Petty Patrick Peterson for his criticism. This is what DeAndre Hopkins said about Kyler Murray in the P2 situation. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not one to give a PSA about Kyler. I think he played hard. Uh, obviously, it's, it's 11 people out there on the field, not just him. And I think uh, 10 other people got to do their job uh, for him to be successful. So uh, one thing I know about Kyler is, you know, he loved his game. I love it. Uh, I love the teammates speaking out for him because, Bo, I think we're in agreement. Kyler's interviewing for his next head coach, in a way, with these press conferences because I know uh, our our guy Mike A in the chat, like we want him to just tell Patrick Peterson to F off. Of course we do. Mm-hmm. But we saw the media kind of run with his verbiage a couple weeks ago with the execution and, you know, using some 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 verbiage that, that people ran with. Mike Mayers, I'm sorry, not, um, not Mike A. A couple different mm-hmm. mics in the chat. Um, and so when, when Kyler goes up there and he's professionally wants to be presentable, I think he knows what he's doing. I don't think we're getting the real information, the real insight as it relates to he and Pat P because I think Kyler Murray knows like, I, I, I could be dealing with a new coach, new people next year. And I, I want to be able to say, 
come here and work with me. I'm very coachable. I'm approachable, which we all think that of Kyler anyway, but the outside perspective, perspective and noise kind of muddles that messaging. So I, I think Kyler, I don't want to say like best behavior for the rest of the year. Cause he's not, he's not a bad dude. He's not a bad person. I think he's misunderstood. So the mm -hmm. more I can see like Kyler smiling at the end of the year and being himself and being a great teammate, that's great for the Cardinals. Like, do we want to win these five games? Yes. I want them to go five and zero. Oh. But the single most important thing for this team, more so than wins, I would argue, is how Kyler Murray finishes on and off the field. If they lose shootouts, but he goes off for four or five touchdowns, that's a good day for this franchise long term. And then he goes on the podium and he, you know, gives an A plus post game interview to Bo and everybody else. I may be, you know, you know, it might be hypocritical for me to say that, but I, I just, I don't think the wins matter as much as as what we get from Kyler Murray. I don't want to see. 10 to seven victories. I want to see Kyler Murray anchoring this team. Like we know we can vote. Yeah. I mean, you are hypocritical with what you said about me being positive a couple minutes. That's what I'm ago. saying. I mean, That's why I don't want to be an that Kyler could finish like, like that. No, I'm kidding. I mean, it, it's, he's going to probably play up to a person that he, he's not, uh, he's not, he's going to be, be a little bit more raw, raw than you would expect from Kyler Murray. And that's not being disingenuous. That's him trying to become a better leader. You know, it's, it's, he's, he's not the, everybody's romantic idea of what an NFL quarterback is or what it was. Right. I mean, and, and there's a changing of the guard there and, but Kyler Murray, even to the new guard is different. He's not like Joe Burrow. He's probably more like Justin Herbert where he's soft spoken. He's more of an introvert and he's not a guy that's comfortable you know, being uh, the rah-rah guy on camera. And he's got to work, obviously, on the on the body language and stuff, but so do a lot of players, right? And the fact that the team's four and eight plays a big role into the criticism that he's taking, even outside of what Patrick Peterson said, you know, what Colin Cowherd said. Guys who are usually in, in Kyler's corner, uh, we see them hold on to a few sound bites without any context or without, you know, the true context. Like the, the stuff about the schematics, was more self-deprecation on the Cardinals, you know, get having that play blown up by the Chargers than an indictment yeah. on Cliff Kingsbury. And, you know, I think that the media took that, ran with it, and it added to the perception of Kyler Murray that was already out there, you know, of what was said, the reports throughout the offseason while he's going through his contract negotiation to when he got the deal because, you know, heavy is that bag, right? You know, not only with how much money's in it, but also what the – uh what everybody wants from you, what the expectations are and to kind of fall, you know, very short of those expectations personally. And as a team, you know, you're going to take a lot of flack and, you know, a lot of the press conference outside of the P2 stuff was Kyler Murray has been dealing with this type of criticism since high school. He's yeah. been in the spotlight for a long time on the baseball diamond, on the football gridiron. And he, he's not, it's not like he likes it, but he can deal with it. Right. It's not yeah. going to be that big of a distraction. So um, Patrick Peterson, he craves that spotlight. He's going to do anything to put himself in that spotlight where Kyler Murray grew up in that spotlight to where he's not going to sit there and say, shoot back at Patrick Peterson just to get a headline himself. I want to get to Blake's comment here. Cause I agree yeah. with it. I think there is a double standard for somebody like Justin Herbert, who is, uh, I think similar introvert, but doesn't talk at all. Like I've, yeah. I've never heard Justin Herbert. He's a shy kid for sure. He is. And he's a really good player, just like Kyler Murray's a really good player. And you could argue Herbert's better right now. Justin Herbert, if they don't make the playoffs this year, is going to go 0 for 3 in his NFL career in postseason bursts. 
Like, say what you want about Kyler Murray. And I get it. Herbert missed a couple of games his rookie year because they had Tyrod Taylor playing. But Kyler Murray didn't do that. Kyler Murray made the playoffs last year in the toughest division, I think, in the last 20, 25 years and was in a position to win it. So no, no matter what you think, I feel like, you know, we're going to dive so deep in the Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh, Chargers, Cardinals saga here in the next month. So buckle up if you're not ready for that as we gear up for the end of the season. What could happen? Could Brandon Saley get fired? Could Cliff Kingsbury get fired? Who's coming back? Who's going to coach this team? Whatever. And, and that's the organization, that's the franchise that they're going to be compared to. And you will see unwavering support by the national media for Justin Herbert. And that I like Justin Herbert, but Kyler's an easy target. And I, I think it's a cheap shot by a lot of people who don't cover this team, Bo, like you do every day, that yeah. just throws stuff at the wall and they kind of see what sticks. Yeah, I mean, Herbert took a little criticism, right? After a bad primetime performance, they called him, a, what, the social media quarterback? Was that right? Yeah. Is yeah. that what they call him? So yeah. Uh, but still, it's not even close to the the amount of flack that Kyler Murray takes. You know, not only obviously uh, a non traditional quarterback, he wasn't grown in a lab like Justin Herbert was to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the quarterback to be yeah. six foot six almost with a strong arm and everything that you want, the athleticism you want. Where Kyler Murray was, he's under six feet. You know, as far as his game, it's it's way different than what we know as the traditional NFL signal color. So that's what he's dealing with. Plus, you know, the gaming thing that's been highly publicized. He, he's a guy that signed on with a professional in esports team with FaZe Clan. And, and all that, you know, is now perceived as baggage for Kyler Murray because we're not seeing the MVP-type performances that we saw to start last season or the the rookie of the year performance that we saw, you know, his first season. So uh, it's... You know, the criticism's not going to go away until better play comes from Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. I do not doubt that. Bootsy, we need to win games. I don't care about a higher draft pick. Get back to winning and come up with a good game plan yeah. week in and week out. I, I think you just want to see effort from this team. I think you want to, if you're going to State Farm Stadium next Monday night and, and paying tickets with you and your family, maybe you bring your kids, you want to see a team that is buttoned up. You don't want to see a team that's currently fourth in the NFL in penalties. I tweeted that out, Bo. It's worse than that when you know the offense, which is Cliff Kingsbury's baby, they're number yeah. one in penalties in the NFL. They're the least organized offense in the NFL with a coach that was just extended and a quarterback that just got $230 million. Um, I don't know if you can make that much on Underdog Fantasy, but you can make a lot on Underdog Fantasy, and you can do it with the promo code PHNX. PHNX is going to double your first deposit up to $100. It's so easy to get started. Um, you can play NBA. NFL, NBA tonight, you can draft six NBA players, no positional limits. You could you get the whole backcourt for the starting game of Celtic Suns tonight. Cash in. That is it. Go against up to five of your buddies and, and have a great time using the Underdog Fantasy app. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Download the app. Check it out in the show notes. Again, promo code PHNX. Doubling your first deposit up to $100. And then it's up to you. Maybe you can get to that $230 million ballpark like Kyler Murray. Um, But in all seriousness, check it out. Great, great daily fantasy. My preference for daily fantasy. And next year, I'm ditching year-long fantasy. I'm going exclusive. (laughs) We're we're putting the ring on it. I'm going daily with daily fantasy and underdog fantasy bow. Locking it up. I'm, I might lock it up later this week if I if I fall short in our office fantasy league and I end up eating Waffle House. You won't. It's not happening. We're not going to let that happen. I think there's a game plan in place, and I'm going to avoid 
disaster here. Also, let me help you avoid disaster and coming up empty-handed during the holidays. The perfect gift for the season, the holiday season, give the gift of beer. Who doesn't love beer? A nice cold, cold one from Four Peaks. They've got limited supplies on their December Advent Calendar box. The Advent Calendar for the adult that everybody's been waiting for. 55 bucks is going to get you specialty beers, tall boys, and more. Purchase this at their H Street Pub in Tempe. I know we have the Advent Calendar uh, box here at the office. People are popping them open. I, th- I guess it's supposed to... The holiday season is supposed to last, what, is it 24 days, 12 days? Yeah. But here in the office, it, it lasts one day. I think be according to our advent calendar, because they're all drank. They're all gone, and it lasted one day. But you can give the gift of beer for this holiday season. Four Peaks still has limited supplies. Their December advent calendar box, 55 bucks. those specialty beers, those, those tall boys, and more. Or you can go get yourself some Four Peaks gift cards. Those are great stocking stuffers. Give, give that gift of beer, give that gift of atmosphere and great food over at Four Peaks. You don't want to, uh, you're not going to come up short this holiday season with Four Peaks as your kind of secret weapon, Johnny. Uh, we got to get our guy Max on the phone ASAP. So he updates his lineup against Cheerston. So my friend yeah. Bo can have a fighting chance this weekend. We'll, we'll take care of that. Make sure yeah. our sales guy puts his best effort Listen. of this season. If you yeah. want supremely gifted reads, Max, Max Simpson, which we love you like a brother, we need you to take care of business, update your fantasy team. All right, we're going to play a game. Uh, Cardinals have five games left. They got a bunch of impending free agents, and this is the stretch run. And I'm going to pose some questions to my co-host here, my counterpart. Buy, punt, or hold on the Cardinals free agents to be. Here we go. Buy, punt, or hold. And I will also, on a select few of these, give you, after the fact, Bo, the annual percentage or projection, I should say, okay. from spot track for said players. Okay? Right. Not everybody. As much as I love Trayvon Mullen, they're not projecting old Trayvon's contract this offseason. So no. here, here are some notable here are some notable <laughs> free agents. You tell me, buy, punt, or hold will start. Zach Allen, defensive tackle, was drafted in the third round back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Are you buying? Are you punting? Or are you holding? You're going to wait these final five games on Zach Allen. I like the Four Peaks Advent Calendar beer box. I'm buying it right now. I'm buying it today. If Steve Kime can get his agent on the phone and negotiate a contract that's going to keep Zach Allen in the building for the next couple of seasons, you've got to do it. Because Zach Allen, he's already got his career high in sacks, four and a half sacks. He's got, what is it, uh, nine hurries in yeah. quarterback hits. And then he's got seven passes defense. He's just batting balls down at the line like vintage J.J. Watt. I love Zach Allen. He's finally healthy. He's playing at a high level. He's being as disruptive as you want. Unfortunately, there's no help coming from the edges. If, yeah. you, can, if you hold on to Zach Allen, he's a piece that he can be a part of the solution to move your team from 4-8 and eight to uh, back to a winning team. He can be part of that. I, I think you absolutely sign him, and I don't think it's going to break your bank. What's his projected uh, contract total going to be? Well, it's pretty modest, actually. Two years and about $13 million. So, I mean, give or take inflation. Zach Allen's probably looking at roughly $7 million a year, six and a half. I think that's doable, especially for, uh, we talk about it all the time, Bo, Cardinals paying, um, or excuse me, they're paying the price by not extending these guys, developing yeah. them early enough, and then they're going to go play their best football somewhere else. I don't think, there's no doubt Zach Allen's best football is in front of him. I'm with you. You buy. I love the point you made. 
he's getting no help off the edge. Imagine getting a Will Anderson or somebody like that next year to pair next to him on the edge, the perimeter, set the perimeter, another year of Maji Sanders, Cameron Thomas. Um, it, it's, it's a player that's trending up and a great guy, great in the locker room, great in the community. Uh, we're, we're definitely buying on Zach Allen. How about this one? Kelvin Beecham. Kelvin Beecham is a free agent to be. Say what you want about his age. DJ Humphreys not going to finish the year for the second consecutive season. Mm -hmm. Unknown with Josh Jones projected over the course of 17 games. Are you buying, punting, or are you going to wait these final five games out on Kelvin Beecham 2023? Uh, I think I'll, I'll punt on Kelvin Beecham. Uh, wow. With I was thinking of potentially holding on him. I don't think that there's any kind of sense of urgency in locking up Kelvin Beecham. I, I love what he does as far as philanthropically what he does in the in the locker room he's been the lone mainstay on that offensive line of all their starters all season long sure you wish maybe a little bit more solid play but he, and I think he's come around the last couple of weeks but you have to be encouraged by what you've seen from Josh Jones playing at left tackle that he can be a starter in this league and that you you have that successor at the t right tackle spot, whether you move DJ over that side or whether you yep. move Josh Jones over that side. We talked to Josh Jones on Tuesday. He wasn't willing to kind of, uh, you know, entertain those questions. He's focused on the last five games. But I think because of that, obviously you get depth, but I think with Beecham, he's probably going to go out there and, and get some good money at his age and, and probably get to start elsewhere. But I think the Arizona Cardinals can move forward with Josh Jones and, and DJ Humphreys, who's under contract for the next couple of seasons. Yeah, according to Spot Track, looking at a two-year contract, anywhere between eight to ten million dollars. And uh, I, I'm with you. I think you're going to miss his locker room presence, his continuity, his consistency in the lineup. I'm not sure he's missed a game since he signed with the Cardinals. That cannot be overstated. Mm -hmm. But you drafted Josh Jones for a reason. Obviously, he's a capable starter and has a chance to be a plus player. And listen, as much as he's disappointing the team right now, DJ Humphrey signed a fat contract extension. He's not going anywhere. So you have your two tackles. So best of luck to Kelvin Beecham. Actually, one of Steve Kimes' better free agent signings yeah. of the last couple of years. Speaking of a free agent signing once upon a time, it was certainly the biggest headline in the Steve Kime era, that being J.J. Watt when he came to Arizona just two years ago. He is a free agent. Let's assume he's going to play football next year. Are you buying punting or holding on jj watt back 2023 keep in mind could be a new gm could be a new head coach i, I want to get to somebody i'm going to punt on but i can't i'm going to hold on jj watt uh i mean obviously you you entertain any conversation he wants to have is is he going to cost more because of what transcends the playing field with jj watt because of his his name his, his notoriety as far as his name and you know could he could you know? Does he want to go play with his brother in Pittsburgh? Does he want to you know go to Green Bay and play in his home state of Wisconsin? Does he want to stay here? Is he willing? Does he has he put down roots in Arizona? Now that he has his first kid, does he want to finish out as an Arizona Cardinal and, and stick with that? Uh, you have those conversations, but there's no urgency to get him locked in before the end of the season. Uh, I think that they're a lot younger players that you still have to figure out and negotiate with before you start negotiating with JJ Watt, who's been fantastic this season, six and a half sacks, right? Is, 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 is Leads turning the, back team. the clock as far as the production. He's been healthy, a lot healthier than, than a lot of people anticipated. It seems like forever ago, their fan base was up in arms that he had that calf injury um, and that it didn't seem like he was going to be consistently on the field. Well, he has been, and he's been uh, one of their best players on defense.
He's played 11 games this year with five to go. So potential of only missing one game this season after missing almost half or over half last year. Only played seven games and then, of course, came back for that playoff game. I am I'm I'm buying JJ Watt on the assumption that he wants to come back and that it can be manageable. One year contract. It's projected two years anywhere between 15 and 20 million total. So 10 million per season. I mean, he's earned $10 million. If he wants to come back for one year, I'm paying him that. No problem. Because you think about what he brings, the intangibles. My biggest thing is if you fire Cliff and Kime, it would take a Harbaugh-esque type of move to convince him to stay. Uh, that's my opinion. Now, he could love Joe Blow, offensive coordinator, or, or whomever. You know, D'Amico Ryans. He could, he, could, he could be a fan of those people and, and opt to stay. But I think you've got a way better chance if you want to keep J.J. Michael Bidwell, if you want to keep J.J., Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh probably gets that done because, you know, he he's in a position where I, I would assume he wants to win and be on a winning mm-hmm. team. He's never won a Super Bowl. He's never played in a Super Bowl. And there are some places right now, a la Kansas City or Buffalo, where it feels like that's almost a guarantee every year to be in the discussion. So it just it's a case by case basis. But, um, you know, according to Mike, a, please don't pull him from retirement. We've been burned <laughs> already. It's a great point. And it brings me to my next question. Bo Brock. Justin Pugh, let's assume he plays buy, yeah. sell, or hold two years, $11 million, according to spot track on Justin Pugh. I'm, I'm punting. Uh, I, I think we should have punted probably before the beginning of the season. We, we've seen Justin Pugh, what type of teammate he is. It's solid, right? There, there's no, there's no questioning that. Uh, just he, it felt like he, he even admitted this. He felt like he was going to retire after last season. He dropped the weight. He got, he got all slim and looked great for his wedding and then had to put back on weight just to, to compete at his position. And then he got injured. Uh, I, can't, I can't even remember. Was, was Justin Pugh a, a, a knee? What was his? What I'm was just his numb to injury? it now. I'm numb to it. I don't even know. Yeah. It's low, lower body. Lower yeah. Body. It's, I, I think it, if, it, it should have been last year. This is where I think the, the the definition of insanity as far as building an offensive line. You can't bring back Justin Pugh. I'm like Ron Burgundy's dog getting punted off a, a bridge. The, poor old Baxter. I'm punting Justin Pugh off because somebody Lord. threw a burrito in my face. There are. I'm with you. Punt him. <laughs> take Ian Rodney Hudson simultaneously with both feet. Somebody holds you up and you punt both at the same time. Goodbye. You've had great careers. Uh, it's it's time to get younger on the interior offensive line. We can do some rapid fire here in a second, but the last big one, the big cachet, which I think is legitimate to ask at this point because of mm-hmm. how he's missed some time, is, is Byron Murphy. Now, Spot Track did not have a projection on Byron Murphy, Beamer's projected contract, but I think he's a, a five-game hot streak away from cashing in, at least mm-hmm. on the free agent market. Corners, good corners are hard to come by. What are your thoughts? Buy, punt, or hold on Byron Murphy? Buy him if you can. If you can extend him right now, do it. Uh, you know, even with the injuries the last two years. Yeah, even with the injuries, you've you've seen he's young enough. I know backs are tricky, but wh- what you've seen the performance when he's been out there, he's been shutting down wide receiver ones from you know DK Metcalf to Devontae Adams to you know big time big time players, big time wide receivers. Cooper Cup has had one of his, he, some of his worst performances against. Byron Murphy. I think that Byron Murphy is, they don't grow on trees as far as the NFL goes. You, if you have one in your building, you got to keep them in there. And uh, it, it would be huge for this defense to be a huge boost. I think it's a huge boost if he can play this week for the Arizona Cardinals. I, I, yeah. I, I think we've maybe overlooked, 
you know, his impact. Sure. You know, you like what you've seen from Hamilton. You like what you've seen from Marco Wilson in spurts, but Byron Murphy is by far your most consistent cornerback and in already a position that's very thin as far as depth. I know you should be concerned. You absolutely should as far as his ability to stay on the field because it's been two seasons now, but I, I, I think his, his youth and his ability should transcend your concern. Ah, uh, this is good stuff, Mike A. He just needs a sleep number mattress. Well, I think yeah. he can afford it even before his extension. He's 24 years old. Yeah. Uh, and again, he local goes somewhere kid? else. Come on. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into the local. I mean, just give me good players. They could come from freaking Jupiter. I don't care. Um, but if if he's healthy and he goes somewhere else, he's gonna play well. He's a really good football player when the when he's healthy. Um, but is he Jason Verrett? Is he a great player that gets hurt a lot? I, I don't want to go that far, but I, I need to see him play well these last five games. Because I'm a Zach Allen, say what you want about him. Early in his career, couldn't stay healthy, kicked ass the last two years. Has do you really think come that Byron Murphy? Do you think Byron Murphy and uh and well, maybe not Zach Allen, but Byron, maybe Zach Allen just because of the position he plays, but Byron Murphy plays a premium position in the NFL. You think that the Cardinals might have benefited from his inability to get on the field and they might get a lower price. I like I don't give them credit for that. I don't I don't think they could take advantage of something like that. Because if I'm Byron, I'm like, F you, I'm gonna go. <laughs> see what I can get in the open. There's so much money that's going to be available because of yeah. the salary cap and the influx with the post-COVID years. I just don't dick around. I think the two must-haves of this group, Byron Murphy, Zach Allen, in part because you you drafted these guys. These are homegrown talents in the same year as Kyler Murray. I mean, mm -hmm. you could go to anybody and say, we checked three boxes. We hit on our quarterback, a corner, and a defensive tackle. We got holes elsewhere, but we yeah. feel good about those three positions. All right, rapid fire, Bo Brock, then we'll Let's wrap go. this up. Buy, sell, or hold A.J. Green. See ya. Buy, sell, or hold Will Hernandez. Uh, hold him. Absolutely. Buy, sell, or hold traded for him Cody Ford. Kyler's buddy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even think when he's if he's healthy, he's a guy that's competed and held on to the left guard spot. He, I mean, when I was looking at the depth chart today, Rashard Coward is your starting left guard over Cody Ford. So... He's he's not winning the job. So what's can the he point? Just, if, he's, if, if I can get him on a, a short contract, I keep him around like yeah. a minimum minimal contract. You need, yeah. you need a friend of Kyler's. You got Hollywood Brown. That's enough. Well, he's an enforcer. He's the first guy off the bus kind of guy. Uh, Trayvon <laughs> Mullen. How about this tasty nugget? Buy punt or hold? Did we not do Trayvon Mullen? Uh, I I I think sell at this well, point. So the two players, well, almost the three, because you assume they're going to cut Robbie Anderson in yeah. this spring. The three players that Steve Kime traded for, none of them will be back next year. That's your I mean, prediction? I, have you, what, like, can you point to a, a, at any time during this season where like, oh, Trayvon, I like what I saw. He, I haven't even barely seen him play. I mean, he was, he was robbed of, the, of his fucking fumble recovery last, you know, two weeks ago. That was a good play. But outside of that, I, I don't even remember hearing his name called. The crown jewel of rapid fire by punt or hold Gregory Dorch. Oh, you third. hold on to players like Greg Dorch. He's not going to cost you anything. If anything, just spruce up his contract a little bit. Keep him in the building. He's he's solid. He plays teams. He, he does anything you want. He plays hurt. His thumb is all mangled. He's willing to go out there and play. Meanwhile, Rondell Moore was not practicing today. Oh, again. glass man. The glass man. <laughs> Oh, Rondell, give give some of your your. Give me fifty three, Greg Dorches.
That's right. You want me to be that guy? You want me to be that guy? Dan Campbell. You're Dan Campbell. If I had Campbell, 53 great torches, we'd be 0-17. No, That's he's true. he's a great player. A lot, uh, of a lot of hearts. If you've got the heart to bet on the Arizona Cardinals coming in at football, you can do it on <laughs> DraftKings. Uh, God help you if you opt to do that. They've won one home game in the last calendar year, but they are an underdog. So if you feel like you get some plus money, the, the money line on DraftKings right now, I think – Earlier today, it was like plus 135. That's pretty tasty. Uh, All you got to do, you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You can use the promo code PHNX. If you don't want to bet on that game, which I I don't don't blame you, you'll place a $5 bet. So you just cash in five bucks. That's it. There's no fee. And you place that bet on any NFL team to win their game, not cover the spread to win the game. So if you feel like the Raiders are going to beat the holy hell out of Baker Mayfield and the Rams tomorrow, you get the win. And you get $150 in free bets if they do. Five bucks turns into $150 at the blink of an eye, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You got to use the promo code PHNX, though. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for it. details, Bo. Yeah, and, um, you know, holiday season right around the corner. Actually, we're in them, right? You, you probably have family coming in. You're going to start for, forgetting what day it is. It's going to be that weird gray area all the way until the first of next year. And But here's one thing that you have to know is you, you got to class up your house a little bit. And the best way to do that, class up your apartment, your condo, wherever you're staying. Uh, you can't be sleeping on a mattress any longer. You, you got to get rid of the futon. You got to upgrade there got to get some nice furniture. The best place to do that is our friends over at More Furniture. They pimped out the studios. I can I can see some of our colleagues in there doing some work, watching some sports in the in the in the what do you even call that? The community space over there. We got the, the bullpen. Great, the bullpen hanging out there. What what they call that? The arm barn now and the bullpen is offensive. Johnny, I don't know if you knew that, but we got our guys hanging out in the arm barn, hanging out in beautiful leather furniture from more holiday clearance event happening at more furniture. You can learn more, morefurniture.com. Save up to 50% off at morefurniture.com. Yeah. Speaking of offensive, if you're like me and you were post-college and you just, you had that, you had that futon, had some mileage on it. More furniture is the best place to go. Get your furniture on the, on the cheap. You won't be sorry that you did. All I want for Christmas bow is new uniforms for this Mm. team the XFL, ever heard of it? It's had like six different owners from Vince McMahon, now Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He knows style. If you remember Peak Rock from late 90s, early 2000s, they unveiled that being the XFL. The uniforms for the year this year, uh, I think we've got some footage. And my question to you is, looking at these uniforms, I don't want you to key on just one singular one. Okay. Any of these pop better than the Arizona Cardinals' current uniform? I can't key in on any and one. I'm oh well, yeah, you could pick the one that's similar. They're pretty hit miss. They're pretty hit miss. I mean, these the Renegade one is nice. I like the is it the Brahmas? Is that what the name is? Yeah, yeah. like the Brahma Bull, the Rock yeah. for the for you wrestling nerds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that I'd say they're they're about 50-50. But play you, that for sure, it's not tough to beat the outclass the Arizona Cardinals as far as their duds. Throw that up one more time. I want to I want to see that video one more time. the The one that's red and white pops way better than the Cardinals red. For sure, yeah. I love the all. Look at that. The jersey itself is all red, which is what the Cardinals should. Is that be. the and DC the, Defenders? Is that who they are? Are they still the DC Defenders? I don't know. They I think they have new names, don't they? Or they have old names? That one just looks like Jordan Brand. That's the worst one right there. The 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 blue one with the black. That's for sure. Look. The yeah. rest of them look pretty sharp. We're in uni watch right now because I feel like 
Get some good grace with this franchise, Michael Bidwell. You're getting schooled by the folks at the XFL with their uniforms. Of course, Dwayne's got it covered. I would I would sign up for Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson to, to revamp the Cardinals uniforms. <laughs> Yesterday, I would do it. Ian in the chat, our unis are old and they look terrible and they're yeah. and they're the baby blue. I, the, it, I don't think the blue looks good with the black. Anything Dwayne would be like, it doesn't matter what your uniforms look like. Just go out there and perform, uh, I disagree for God's that. sake. But wouldn't that be, I mean, people have been pounding the table, including my co-host Johnny Venerable, on the Twitter streets for so long for new uniforms and, and beyond, right? It, it, for far, it's long overdue. I mean, they gave us the black helmet, go. right? And that was nice. They they had to have seen just the, like, people get excited just about a uniform in a down season, right? They That you could potentially just have a complete makeover, that we, people would almost forget how shitty 2022 was. As you a, would need a new coach and GM. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get a new okay. coach, you get a GM, you get a new new uniform. I mean, that would that would infuse incite, excitement. Be the great, be the greatest off base, season we've ever had. Into a fan base that at this time is, is so sick of your shit. At this point, I mean, you need you need you need that. Make Stella's got to get her groove back, and the way you do that. <laughs> Is a new uniform, a new coach, and a new GM. That's what Michael Bidwell has to do. <laughs> if you're new to this show, we had Ian Rappaport on before the season, and you bet your sweet ass I asked him when the new uniforms were coming. And he said, Johnny, I'm not on the uniform beat. And I said, get on it. We need it. And then like two weeks later, another team got new uniforms. It's it's like an arrow to the heart. I do think they get new uniforms this off season. If I had to, if I had to put a well, wager he, on it, wasn't he at some fan event? Wasn't Bidwell yeah, at, and he said that it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's just, that stuff takes time. I, the, yeah. Michael Bidwell's to-do list. It doesn't sound like trips he to does, Punta Cana. And that's going to be off the table. I think we need, <laughs> even though you've got your own jet, you need to lock yourself in that building. And we got a lot of shit to go through. What you would you, what would you prioritize? What, like if you could prioritize right now, the, the oh, three God, things, don't ask right? me. It's like picking against my kids, <laughs> new uniform, new coach, new GM. Tell me which one you got as oh, your, your, what's the, what's the middle one? What's the number two. And then we'll go with what's the, the, the top and, and worst priority. The middle one is cliff. Because if I my number one is if I fire Steve Kime, my new GM is gonna get. So you got G, you've got the uniforms third priority. Yeah, I'm listen. See, I've got them at two. I'm, I'm wearing look at I'm wearing sweatpants right now. I'm not like Mister Fashionista. Okay, <laughs> I want the team to look, look aesthetically you're good. You're not a uniform. You, you're the guy. You're leading you're, this. That's, that's an un, that's an unfair question. You're if the you're one. There's a there's people picketing in the streets and they're they're saying hell no we won't go until you get new uniforms and you're the guy on the bullhorn riling up everybody and now you're I, saying it's your that's third not, priority that's that okay I think it all can kind of be jumbled in together and say refresh rebrand restart Arizona yeah. Cardinals GM coach uniform those are the big three and shit like I like how this looks but you could change that up too if you I don't care I just the want bird? new. Sure. Why you couldn't you change the logo that's tweet, been the same since? Like no, they changed it. No, no, no. They wow. changed. Come on, Bo. They changed it. They had the old bird that wasn't angry. Then they got angry, and everybody's like, "Shit, yeah. look out!" And then they kept losing. You could tweak it again, and it's all part of the refresh. I would rather do all of that than go out and spend a bunch of money in March. I could, I could be patient with not a rebuild, but a reset and a rebrand. 
and not go out and spend a bunch of money foolishly like Washington Commanders once upon a time. If you give me coach, GM, uniform, refresh, because then if I have the right coach and GM, I, I have confidence the players are going to, I'm going to get the right players. I have my quarterback. Everything else is going to take care of itself. But the uniforms look good, play good, play good, feel good, feel good, whatever, win, win games, prime win time. Super Bowls. Yeah. Would you rather have primetime or Cliff Kingsbury as the coach of the Cardinals right now? <laughs> Come on. Who's calling the offense? He would look at you and say, Bo, we're going to, you enter the transfer portal of media relations <laughs> people right now. And Bo, Bo was like, I'm going to go cover, you know, the Panera Bread State. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Rattlers beat reporter. Not there's anything wrong with that. Not there's anything wrong with that. Be sure to like, subscribe. What do you, you got a poll in there? Is, is that David, did you throw a poll in the chat? Oh, am I? Look at that. Let's let's vote. I'm not sure we even, had, we even had that capability. See, we got we're rebranding, we're refreshing here at PHNX, PHNX Cardinals. Like this video, please. Subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Emma, that is awesome. Emma is awesome. And producer David. Everybody was asking, cards after dark tonight. No, because there's no hard knocks for us to make fun of tonight. Yeah. But I think Bo and I entering the offseason are going to do um, late night chats, late night hangs. Uh, if you guys are up for it, PHNX Cardinals after dark. So give us some feedback when, when you'd like to do that. Is that for diehards? That's for just all of us. Okay. Or Okay. I didn't know. It's not just for diehards. <laughs> okay. It's, it'll be on the YouTube, the YouTube page, the old YouTube stream. All right. Speaking of diehards, is that a transition? Are you asking me a transition there? Do you want me to tell the the people that I was trying to lead you there? <laughs> you go ahead. You talk about the diehards because I want to. I want you to pitch me. Absolutely. I mean, if you haven't, we uh, we retooled here at PHNX Sports, and we've got a great new membership model that you're going to want to be a part of. Now we've unlocked some of the great work of all of our writers over there: Craig Morgan covering the Coyotes, and Gerald Bourget covering the Suns, and of course our guy Howard Balzer giving you all the insight on the Arizona Cardinals. Now it's like 80% of it unlocked, plus some great locked. Uh, content that you're going to want to be a part of by dialing into our diehard membership. You just check it out at gophnx.com. You can sign up today. Um, also, check out the PHNX locker. We got some great gears over there. Smash that like button, my friends. What am I missing as far as you're the one? Why did you throw this to me? Because you always handle this. You just want to make me look foolish <laughs> at the end of the show? I'm a jackass today. I told Bo before this show, this team, this team just put me in a in a bad mood. I want to be happy, Johnny. We got talked about too much for being too positive. So I'm like, you know, I'll be, be a little angry today. Now I'm throwing reads at Bo that he's not. Yeah, I mean, we've for. got the we've got the Kyler or we've got the uh the celebration t-shirt, the red zen that's available. It's a great one if you're a cards fan. Also, you've got uh, the Hollywood sign on Camelback Mountain. That's one of our favorite shirts out there. New hoodies are available. It's hoodie season, and uh, you can get yourself a PHNX hoodie. It's the giving gift for the holidays. Chat about we've got our diehard membership going on that you want to be a part of. Uh, check it all out. Go phnx.com and phnxlocker.com for all your holiday gift-giving needs. Mike is a sweetheart in the chat. I bought myself 70 plus worth of shirts. Love them, guys. And here's the thing about these tees. I support the Coyotes right now. Actually being feisty this year at these tees. I wear them every day. I work out in them. I sleep in them. Clearly, I'm in sweatpants. They are supremely soft. They are not the 100% cotton shit that you're going to see, you know, <laughs> smash all over retailers this holiday season. Perfect gift. I bought some 
for my dad, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law. I'm Mr. PHNX, PHNX Merchandise Locker till I die. You guys have been a blast today here on a Wednesday as we get ready for Monday night football. We're going to have continued coverage. We're trying to secure a big-name ex-NFL GM to give us some insight on Steve Keim and his Rocky situation with the Arizona Cardinals. Be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. For Bull Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you tomorrow.